Welcome to the Shelter Footy Cast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, there's a Southern River band, boys. Uh, that is Hamish Brayshaw's favourite band in the world. It is number one on my most recent, The Streets Don't Lie. Thank you very much. You are on the Shelter Footy Cast. <clears throat> Live from Backchat Studios, Will Schofield. Hamish Brayshaw with you today. Skeeter's at Lords. Yeah, cheers. She is at the Ashes. Cheers, Skeet. We've got some updates from Skeeter. Stay tuned. They're quite funny. I've been okay. texting him all night. Uh, how are you, Hammer? I'm good, mate. How are you? Very how good. Sydney? Sydney was good. The game, not so good. Fair Broke enough. that down on Monday, but not mm-hmm. the greatest performance you would have seen from West Coast in your time. No, I've seen better. What's the biggest loss you've ever played? In? Uh, I played in 150-0 to zero loss against Murrumbina in under-13s. 100 to, 150-0? to zero. Yep. Mm-hmm. What were, Where were you playing? I was playing centre-half back, and if not for me, it would have been 400-0, to zero, I think. <laughs> in seven, um, seven Bs. I was in the A's side in year seven. I was seven Bs. We played Xavier at, um, oh, is, what's the old Collingwood ground? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Footy Park, I yes. think they call it. Uh, oh, that's bad by both called. of us. Yeah, I've played a VFL game there. Yeah, so played there, <coughs> grim, grim scenes. Mm. Hadn't kicked a goal at three-quarter time. Amy Park? No, that's nah. where they actually train. Nah. Can you please find that out, Jaden? Um, so uh, we played there. Yep. Uh, the coach at three-quarter time, Mr. Angeleski. Right. One of the all-time great coaches. Yeah. He goes, he goes, boys, if you don't kick a goal in this last quarter, we're not stopping at Hungry Jack's McDonald's on the way through. Oh, you're a Geelong boy. Geelong. Yeah, of course. So he put the he put the uh, takeaway food, which was a staple of it, getting on a of bus course, trip as absolutely, a kid. Absolutely, wasn't it? We kicked one. We kicked yeah. one with about three minutes to go. <laughs> the entire, the the entire we stormed the field. <laughs> Yeah, it was very good. So, yeah, that was uh, a little bit better than the West Coast Eagles' efforts on the weekend. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, give us a subscribe over there. We've got the Bottle Mart Ruffy of the Week this week, Hammer. So, you need to... Oh, I got that. I you... nearly got that last week. Okay. My Bottle Mart Ruffy of the Week was, was Adelaide, it? and they went down by two points. Well, you almost got it, but you Disappointing. You, didn't. you yeah. still didn't. Okay. Uh, make sure you get on to froth.town mm-hmm. to get your tickets to Froth Towns. Yes. Uh, Hammer, I almost called you Skeeter. But the most important thing I want to announce today... The Backchack Boys with Shelter have made a beer. And we're bloody releasing it today. The Backchat Ale, a beer for during and after the game. This is a Backman's beer. This is just the sort of beer that just gets the job done. Gets Mm -hmm. kicked in there. Contest halved. (laughs) That's what you want. Win or half a contest. Like Not even one, mate. Just get it done. Just get it, drink it, done, beer. The Jack Buckley of beers. That is correct. (laughs) Backchat Ale, uh, it's a beer for during and after the game. Shelter and Backchat, we've combined... And we're releasing it tonight at the Gate Bar and Bistro. You're invited, Hammer. I'm being, I'll am being. i be there. 6.30 tonight, and so are you if you're listening along. Come down. Uh, be 
standing around having a beer, talking yep. shit. I'll be there with bells I, I don't, on. Again, I don't know how much more you need from an yeah, event. Exactly. There's nah. no ticket price. We'll be giving away some beer, some merch. <laughs> um, having a bit of fun down there at the Gate Bar and Bistro. So get down. Mm-hmm. Very limited release. So Very. There, there's only a few places selling cans of these. So if you want to get a can, you might want to get down to the Gate Bar and Bistro. 6.30 tonight, Thursday, if uh, you're playing along at home. Oh, shit, yeah. Looking forward to that. Now, so uh, talk about big moments of the round, usually uh, straight off the top hammer. Mm-hmm. My big moment of the round is the first day at Lord's, uh, huge day of cricket. Did you watch any? No, I didn't. I'll tell you who did. Mark Skeeter Reddings. Now, uh, he's a very much a big part of the furniture in here at the Shelter Footycast. These, I'm just going to give you the stream of text messages I've had from Skeeter. This yep. is at 11.20 p.m. Yep. Right? And I'm right in the thick of it. I wasn't up. No, of course. Uh, I said, I just, before that, I said, how are you going, mate? No reply for about four hours. So this is like during play. So he's yep. obviously getting stuck in. Mm. 11.20 p.m. <laughs> Drinking pims, dot, dot, dot. Champagne, dot, dot, dot. Beer, dot, dot, dot. And bourbon in the sun at Lords. What the fuck could go wrong? So that's from Skeeter. And I said, how fucking good, Skeeter. And he goes, uh, then a bit of an update. Okay, been on the gas since 6 p.m. your time. So stick that on the shelter footy cast, my friend. <laughs> said, where are you, mate? You must be having a good time. He said, I'm on the tube on the way home with the missus. Jeez, it was fun. <laughs> He's been dragged home, Skeeter. <laughs> and he summed it up with, I love drinking and I love sports. <laughs> That's about Skeet. it. Loves drinking, loves sports, but he's been sent back to the pavilion on the tube. Absolutely. So there we go. Mark Reddings, he's over at the Ashes. We'll keep getting updates oh, from him. Shit, that's They're funny. going well, the boys, actually. Mm. Steve Smith's batting very nicely. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into the footy. Um, some big moments of the round, big mm-hmm. moments of the week. Yep. Hall of Fame during the week, mm. Hammer. Uh, Sam Mitchell, Jimmy Bartell, Corey Enright, Bruce McAvaney, Mark Williams, Trocker Williams, uh, Michael Aish, Tom Lay, um, and that was it. Yep. Any of those ring any bells? Any stories about those guys? Sam Mitchell, you would have spent some time at yep. West Coast with. Sam Mitchell, uh, very. Bruce McAvaney, one of the best. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, Chaka Williams, very good. Uh, Sam Mitchell was, in my opinion, one of them, a, a very big reason for the 18 flag. I think you've said that a number mm. of times. But he was, um, he was the midfield coach in my first year in 2018, and I remember him sitting down with me. Uh, after a training session, and it was a pretty funny conversation in hindsight, but basically said, Hammer, yeah, he tried to, like, this was a very good effort on his behalf to try and relate the two of us because he was a Brownlow medalist and a Hall of Famer, uh, and I'm not. But he said, um, Mate, like, you and I were very similar in this respect. <laughs> we, we, we're not quick, we're not fit, <laughs> and we've got no real attributes. <laughs> He just goes, for you to make it, you've just got to be the smartest player out there. And I obviously wasn't. So, but that was, so you haven't made it. I remember him sitting down there and, and I was just like, I was a young, I was 19. I was sort of having a one-on-one with Sam Mitchell and he goes, mate, you're not quick, you're not fit and you've got no real attributes. You've just got to be smart. He was trying to, he was trying to, he was trying to help me find the bond there. Yeah, and I had a good laugh about it after the fact, but it was, um, it was true. Like I wasn't quick, I wasn't fast, but it was, um, it was very funny listening to him try his best to relate the two of us together. Jimmy Bartell and Corey Enright, I was a massive Geelong fan growing up, oh, so yeah. those two uh, were big parts. So Corey Enright, um, people don't, pretty much all players from that era, and we're talking Ablett, Bartell, mm-hmm. Steve Johnson. Uh, Chapman, all these guys, they all say the best player they played with was Corey Enright. It was mm. multiple best and fairest winner at the time. Mm-hmm. But he was like a 
I don't know, winger, midfielder, back flanker. He could kind of do it all. Mm. Number 44, used to wear baggy shorts. Real, Sticks of 44. Real, really? Yeah, Same as. Man's, the old man's number. So he was very good. Bruce McEvaney, of course, one of the best in the business. But Mark mm-hmm. Choco Williams. So I was at draft camp and um, it was the first night at draft camp. I shouldn't have been there in the first place. I didn't know what I was doing there. Everyone was rolling around, yep. big dogs. I was this runner that was skinny. And yep. Anyway, the... The, all the stuff started the next day. We got there on a Tuesday night and we got we flew in, had dinner, and it was like back to your dorms, go to sleep, big big four days coming up. Yep. I get a knock on my door in my dorm by myself and it's um, Mick Moylan. So he was a recruiter at Port Adelaide yeah. um, at the time and he said, oh, Will, we want to have a meeting with you right now. And like, I'm pretty much in my jocks, in my jammies, like just getting, getting ready for bed, snuggling yeah. up my teddy or something. And I was like, oh, let me get some clothes on, blah, blah, blah. Go in and, I, and he takes me to this like room, the Port Adelaide room. Yeah. All the lights are off. There's a computer in the middle and the glow of the computer is just lighting up Mark Choco Williams's face. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm 17, 17, no idea what I'm doing there in the first place. I just want to like do the beep test and get out <laughs> yeah. of there. And Choco's like, sit down, mate. Hang on. <laughs> and like scary interview, ask me all these questions oh, and then show terrifying. me this piece of vision. It was someone kicking out and he paused it just before they kicked it. And he's like, what What should this player do? No, one of those ones. Yeah, the, yeah. Mate, you know, decision-making ones. Mm-hmm. So he was testing my decision-making. I said, oh, I looked around. There was a sort of a half-free guy off, off to the you know flank. I said, yep. this guy's like, nah. Uh, there's a guy in the pocket by himself kicking him, nah. Uh, Ruckman's down the middle, one-on-one. Said, down the middle, nah. Uh, mate, I literally was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, cannot yeah. answer. He's like, think about it. I'm like, no, nah, cannot answer. Uh, and he goes, have a look. And I couldn't answer. <laughs> there was like no one on the mark. And right in front of the goal square, there was like 40 meters of space. He's like, I want you to play on and take the game on, son. Needless to say, I didn't get drafted by Port Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so that's very good. Uh, the battle for the eight heats up. Seven teams, one game away from each other yep. right now. <clears throat> so who are they? Well, I'm not sure, but I I'm was uh, I was having it while you're getting that up. Wow. I, was, I was at dinner last night with Andrew and Caleb Sarong. Wow. We were having dinner. And um, <clears throat> we're talking about the finals race. Yes. One game between fifth and or two games between five and fifteen. St Kilda, Essendon, Western Bulldogs, Adelaide, Geelong, Gold Coast, Frio, all within one game, thirty-two yep. to twenty-eight. And then the points. next couple of teams are only one more game behind that. So, so there's f- a half a game to Richmond. Yep. Five, sorry, Sydney from GWS. five to fifteen, there's ten points, which is yes. two and a half games, and there's nine games to go. And we were running through their draw. We were running which games they've got to win, and it was. Um, are they going to play finals? Well, the finals race is heating up. <laughs> it's heating right up. They've got it. There's some, and there's a couple of good old-fashioned eight-pointers coming up for grabs. Unreal. I like this to week hear that. Included. Bit of insight there mm-hmm. from Hamish Brayshaw. Uh, let's get into some of the breakdowns of the games. Will Schofield, Hamish Brayshaw, Shelter Footycast. West Coast and Frio. We t- spoke about West Coast game in Sydney uh, on the weekend. Absolutely dreadful. They get a chance to rebound against the Saints this yeah, weekend do. at home. The Saints are pushing for top four at the moment. They're in fifth position on the ladder. They are pushing for top four at the moment, and, uh, and West Coast aren't, but... Um it's yeah, I mean it's a tough game, obviously. Well, it's turned into a little bit what's happened in the waffle, which is where you play your footy at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. It's a percentage boost for the Saints. Like that's that's what they'll be looking at. I don't know if you can look at it any other way. Now you can't just rock up and beat teams. No, you can't. But the way that West Coast have been performing, this looms as an important game for teams over the next probably three to four weeks mm. that can play West Coast. I think Sydney went up fourteen percentage points on the weekend. Which is ludicrous. Yeah, which is big. That's pitbull feet ludicrous. It's big. Uh, it's, look, it's, look, it's going to be t- – it's, no, it's no main feat. 
to go out there and uh, and put in a performance, but they certainly won't get beaten by as much as they did yes. last week. Yes. They'll be better. Yeah, correct. So uh, Elliot Yo, uh, disappointing for West Coast. He'll yeah, be out for a hip. Uh, <laughs> you you got to uh, you got to feel for Yo. Like regardless of what you think about um, you know body not holding up. Just mm. for the mental aspect of being in rehab for a long time. I don't know how, how much time you spent in rehab. My first bit. six months. Yeah. I was it's in not, rehab. It's not a good space to nah, be in. It's, it's shit. But um oh, he's what he's been in there for more often more often than not for the last three years. Almost four, mate. He's like yeah. it, it started in twenty twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, all injury affected seasons. So Elliot Yo will be out miss. And he's a massive out for them. He was just getting going too. Oh, I would I would have Elliot Yo as the best West Coast best player. Yeah. Is that is that outrageous? Oscar Allen, Tim Kelly, they've been they've, they've both been playing really well. Uh, in prime. Uh, prime and importance. Oh, yeah, I prime think. and importance. He's right well, up there. Well, Nanaui's probably there as well. Yeah. Uh, Cripps and Hearn, a chance to come back and play for West Coast. So a bit of leadership added back That'd to the nice. mix. Uh, Tim Membry's still a month away for the Saints. They're starting to get some numbers back, though. The interesting thing about the Saints is they've had only 28 players play this year. Very different to West Coast. Mm. It's a very Ross Lyon of them. I thought they were going to be so bad yes. at the start of the year. Yes. I thought they were going to be horrendous. But, uh, yeah, they've been weirdly good. They've, you, you, I mean, They're not we, kicking massive scores, but they're just not getting scored against. That's Ross. And that's Ross, isn't it? So, their next five, West Coast, Melbourne, Gold Coast, North, Hawthorne. Mate, they win four of their next five, St Kilda. Wow. West Coast, away. Melbourne at home, that'll be tough. That's a tough Gold game. Gold Coast, North, Hawthorne. They will win four of the next five, St Kilda. Goodness me. They're playing finals, absolutely. Wowee. Um, who do you pick in that one, Hammer? Oh, I'll tip the Coasters, mate. West Very Coast good. Eagles. I know, you've got to pick West Coast, unfortunately for you. Mate, that could be your roughie. That could be the bottom mark roughie of the week for you. It no. could be. I'll have a look at the odds. Okay, very good. Bottom mark <laughs> roughie of the week, not allowed to bet, uh, so Obviously. you won't be looking at the odds. Um, well, I will be, but I won't be. I'll just be, I'll be tipping. Western Bulldogs v Fremantle. I pick St Kilda, by the way. Western Bulldogs <laughs> v Fremantle. Uh, Marvel Stadium, huge game. I reckon one of the big, big games of the weekend. Yeah, it's a good old-fashioned eight-pointer, this one. Um, Western Bulldogs absolutely did the Dockers silly last time these two teams played. They got two carried away with the physicality on Rory they Lobb. Yep. They got uh, they moved their focus from what mattered, which was the footy and the mm-hmm. fundamentals of it, and they got beaten easily. Yeah, that was early on in the year, though. And Freo was shaky early. I mm. feel like they've, they're obviously shaking now because they've lost a couple, but they're just hitting their straps again. And now it's it's the whips are cracking. It's do or die. Um, I just I think the Dockers get it done. Fremantle haven't been in the eight this year. No, I think the Dockers get it done. Oh, this is a really hard game. What, to what's pick. I mean? I, I would I the would. The bottom Ruffy's got to be above three bucks. I, I wouldn't yeah, have thought correct. these are above three dollars. Um, no, they're not. Um, not yeah. at this stage anyway. It's yeah, close. Yeah, so yeah. Western Bulldogs are pretty strong favourites though. Um, look, I would love to pick Freo. I want nothing more than be a successful side in Western Australia. Of course. What I've seen off the buy, a game against Essendon at home yep. that they were never going to lose. Mm. Like they were never losing that game. Of course. I'm putting that to the side. So all I've got to work with is Richmond at home, they get done. GWS putrid against them. Obliterated. Away yeah, from yeah, home. Yeah. But the big factor in this, all of this, is Sean Darcy for mine. Always um, a good player, isn't he? He's, uh, <coughs> he's proved to me that that his importance to the team is greater than no other. He is, he is yeah, the most important player at Freo. Oh, shit, yeah. He's right up there. Because of what he does at the midfield <laughs> with your brother and yep. others. Um, Sarong. Amira Aish is back this week, I believe. That's nice. Matty Johnson played his best game of the club last week. Mm-hmm. That sometimes happens with young players, right? They come in and play a role and do good things, but then 
a more senior player like a James Ace comes back and Matty Johns, the he'll, he'll, he'll end up in a role that's probably not as suited to him as he played last week. Yeah, but he's still, he's still got lots of room to grow. He's a good player. I just think they get it done, mate. I think they get it done. You can't just keep saying, I think you get it done. You need some facts and figures. No Liam Jones, no Tim O'Brien, no Jason Johannes. Oh, well, there you go. There's your facts and figures. Shove that up your ass. No Ed Richards. <laughs> well... He's no, no, it's Richard game over. So, um, uh, Matty Johnson and Alex Smith <clears throat> both cleared to play this week. They were under a little bit of a cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Darcy, uh, Frederick, both the same. I just think with Sean Darcy in the team, uh, what Luke Jackson can do around the footy, in front of the ball, uh, it makes them look like a more rounded team. With Jackson in the ruck, no Darcy. They look stretched up forward. It doesn't happen in the middle like it usually does, especially yep. as the game get goes on, because mm-hmm. I think Jackson gets tired in there. Sure. And then their defence gets exposed. Okay, well, yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. However, Darcy is playing. Jackson will play up forward. <clears throat> they won't get exposed in the middle. So I think they get it done. There's your facts and figures. Boy, this is a big, <clears throat> big pick. I am picking Western Bulldogs to win at home. If Look, look. Okay, I, hey. I'll, I'll be cheering for Freo. But I'm going with my head. Yeah. Western Bulldogs to win. Silly. Will Schofield, Hamish Brayshaw, Shelter Footy Cast. Um, I don't know what that part in the brackets means, so you're going to have to explain that to me. Um, what does Jason. it say? Uh, I don't know. Um, Can I have a look? TM comments. I don't know what that means. Brisbane Lions v. Richmond <laughs> Tigers at, at, the, at the Gabba. Uh this is Thursday night footy. We love Thursday night footy. Well, I do at least because it means we don't have to have one more day without football. That's tonight. Yeah, I'll be watching that. Brisbane, Richmond, big games. Richmond are one of the only sides that I have any amount of confidence going to the Gabba because of the style of footy that gets played up there. It's greasy. Mm-hmm. It's wet sometimes. It doesn't matter if it's hot or cold. It's still a bit greasy. Mm. You know the game. You know the ground well. Yeah, this is I'm like Gabba, your office, mate. <laughs> I'm a Gabba specialist. <laughs> it's um, it's where I obviously do my best work. Five touches, one point, no tackle. Uh, one tackle, two tackles maybe. I can't remember, but a win nonetheless. Um, it's shaping up to be a cracking game. It is. What are the odds on this one, please? Because uh, I... Brisbane, strong favourites. Yep. Uh, yeah, you could you could have this as your roughie. Because this would be my bottom-up roughie of the week. I'll there we go, the bottom-up roughie yep. of the week. Hamish Brayshaw is going to select the I'm Richmond select Tigers. I'm going to select the Richmond Tigers, mate. They are cracking hot at the moment. Tim Taranto is in the best form of anyone in the competition. Which is hilarious. Dustin Martin is back and he's firing and he goes up there. They've won a flag up there. They're just good. Did they win the flag up there? Yeah, Actually, yeah, did. they definitely Against did. Geelong. They smoked Geelong. Um, Dusty's in form. Bolton's in form. Um, uh, Taranto's in form. But they're all just good players. And they're going well. They're singing. New coaches got them flying. Dimmer would be disappointed watching on. So on that point, McGualter's put his um, hand up to be the future coach of the Richmond yep. Tigers. I don't think anyone sits in front of him right now. I realise there's I wouldn't have thought some so. guys around the league, like Nathan Buckley or experienced guys that have coached teams. But right now, he's got them triggered. Singing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got them genuinely singing. So oh, they'll be bottle mark Ruffy. I think they get it done. You've talked um, around here. Totally. Yeah, I just, I mean, I don't, I'm not sold on Brisbane. Is the only thing. Neither am I. So I'm, I've been well and truly off them. Didn't pick them last week and they win. Yeah, I'm, the, I may still be off them. They can be like the Gab is the only thing that they don't lose there very often. That's obvious. But I'm just not sold on them. Well, I'm not sold on them because of the debacle that went on a couple of weeks ago. We had two senior players uh, going to the coach and yeah, dropping just, themselves. <laughs> Have you ever I'm done just, that before, Hammer? 
quite just like <laughs> to say that I'm not up to the standard. Yeah, I like, give me a week in the that, twos. So that continues. Rich and Gunston. No, not sorry, available. not even not even a week in the twos. Yeah. Let me get my form back on the track. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone anyone who's played, they obviously just wanted to go. To, they had a beer launch that night. Yeah, they correct. just didn't want to play. Back to that, I'll get down to the gate. <clears> Six thirty p.m. Boys, they're still unavailable. Gunston, so and, maybe, Gunston and Rich yeah. will be there. <laughs> Jack Gunston, <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Rich, Rich will be at the gate Thursday night. Six thirty to launch the Back to that, Ale. Uh, absolutely good to see you, boys. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, Richmond. Holy yeah, shit. You've ch- yeah, there it is. I'm I like Richmond. it. Uh, that's very good. Not a lot of not a lot to look at with ins and outs for this game. No Zorko for Brisbane still. Yeah, I'm still. I'm just still. I'm still not hot on Brisbane. Um, I think Richmond can get it done. Nice, I think they also nice can, thinking. which is nice. Sydney v Geelong Friday at the SCG. Um, you know what else? Wait, you Hang know on what a else minute. on that last game? What else on that last game? Oh, I pick Brisbane. Take it back. Okay. Richmond coming off the bye. Ooh. There's someone like ten and two, uh, two and ten off the bye. Yeah. Uh, teams. Okay. So I'm picking. I'm picking Brisbane. Yeah, but I don't mind the. I don't mind the new coach to right that wrong and get up there and get it done. I like it. Sydney Geelong Friday night SCG. A uh, bit of form. Sydney's coming off at the SCG in uh, evening games. They've yep, just come they off are. the back of a 200 point. Uh, debacle at West Coast Eagles. They play Geelong, which should be a bigger challenge. Still a good game this one though. Geelong still aren't quite there. The grand final premiership. No, they're not. Team. They did just knock off Melbourne and Sydney are building. This is of course the grand final replay. It is the grand final replay. It's um, it's shaping up to be a cracking contest. Sydney, I just, you you have to take last week out of it. I think yes, they have been average. They've just not been a very good side. Their last two games against the Cats, they've lost by 81 and 93 points in that order. Yeah, well, there you go. I I don't think Sydney have been very good. Obviously, you get confidence off a win like that, and everyone's firing and Lizard's doing Lizard things, and Isaac Heaney's all of a sudden the world's greatest man. Um, and Tom Hickey has turned into Polly Farmer somehow. Yes. Um, so I don't think they're, they're going to be – it'll be competitive. I don't think it'll be an 80 80- Point ninety. Buddy loss. Franklin chance to come back this week potentially. I'm going to go the Geelong Cats. This, this is about even money across the board, so I'm going to go Geelong to. They need to get going to to make the eight. Yeah, the Cats. You know what? I'm swapping again. Wow. I'm picking Sydney. Jeremy Cameron out. Cameron out. Dangerfield is, is still a big question mark Massive after question his mark. collapsed lung. Um, he did train on Sunday, so he could be back in. Yep. Buddy comes back, Jeremy Cameron in. I think that's a six-goal swing. Cameron out, Buddy in, yep. And I think um, I think Sydney somehow it's, get it done. Yeah, they could, mate. Kick no their, question. Kick, this, kick their season into Look, what I saw in person in Sydney, I understand there was witches hats out there. But they looked very good. I'm not sure if you could look any better than they looked last week. I know you just say, yeah, oh, no, of course. put it to the side. It's they looked very good, yeah. They, no, one, no one else has done that against the West Coast Eagles this year. That's true. Um, that, I pick it, that I pick having it been said, I, I think Geelong get it done. I'm picking Sydney. Um, can't have that as my bottom mark. Adelaide Crows v North Melbourne. Adelaide Oval, 11.45. First game on Saturday. Uh, Crows, middle of the ladder and the eight here. They need to, like they we said, to- they're one of these teams that's fighting for that spot. Whips are cracking for them. I think they're one of the better ones of those sides, though. From what I was saying, they've been competitive. Again, Lux and Kilda, I didn't think they'd be any good. Should have beaten Collingwood last week. They should have beaten them the first time they played. Yep. That's twice in a row against the undisputed at the moment, best team in the common. And I pulled Adelaide. Jordan Dawson should have got a free kick after the siren almost. Yeah, was that on the siren after the siren? <laughs> uh, just on the siren. And wow. the, and the 
umpires came out and said we should have given it to him. They should have given it to him. Um, a bunch of Adelaide players have been out saying basically like that was a free kick, that was bullshit. I've, it's been an interesting week following that sort of little debacle. Mm. Usually you don't hear much, but no. players have been, been, been very outspoken about it, which is nice. Uh, North Melbourne has never won at Adelaide Oval in 10 games. They've yeah. never won there. And it won't. they won't. No, I don't think they continue. No, I, don't I don't think, think they, they continue. I, think that I love the continues. Crows. I reckon the Crows are real hot favourites. Uh, LDU game. returns for the North. He's a good player. <laughs> he is. He's back after six weeks uh, on the sideline. That was with a hammy. I think Adelaide have... I, I think they're really up towards that upper echelon so of I, bottom four sides in the eight. Yep. So I think they're five, five six three, quality. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like them. Crows have scored uh, 50% of their inside 50s, ranked number one in the competition. Anytime they get it in there, they score one out of Tex, two times. Rankin, Rochelle. Every time they Murphy. get it in there, they score every time. 50% of the time. Phil Thorpe. They've got some good players up there. Uh, all right, we're both picking Adelaide. Very good. Gold Coast v Collingwood. Heritage Bank Stadium. Mm. Is this interesting whatsoever? Gold Coast has lost its last four matches against Collingwood at home. Uh, the most recent by just five points in round 16 last year. So you you're go. telling me yeah. there's a chance? You're telling me there's a chance. Stewie Jew recognises Dacos as the best player in the competition. Basically called him untaggable during the week. Yeah. He's still going to try, I would have thought. Why don't you tag him physically? I d- this, I, that's, that's, a, that's a bit of a um, like lower on the guard a little bit, just like... Yeah, potentially false sense, false of, sense of comfort. The Trojan horse. Yes. Hey, the, here you go, Nick Dacos. You're the best player ever. No one's going to tag you. Next thing he's is, this a, is this the man. first year that guys is, is this the first year that Gold Coast can make the finals, <clears throat> regardless uh, of this game? Yeah, I think so. I think they they've got a good list. They certainly can. They, they I don't they think they'll win this week. Nick Dacos is a pretty good player. Took uh, Miller one <clears> week <throat> away. He won't play this week. That's uh, big. Jordan Ngoi's still on the Gold Coast having beers. I think he's still in suspension yep. after that big hit yep. on Elijah Hewitt. We won't speak about that. Side bottom still two weeks away with an MCL. We both got Collingwood in this yeah, one? Yeah, we both got Collingwood in this one, I believe. I think we move on. Essendon v Port Adelaide. MCG, the power face the Bombers at the MCG. For the first time since round 15, 1998. At the G. Yeah. Wow. They've been playing at Marvel, obviously. Nine, 1998. So not a lot of form to go on in this one. No, not a lot. At Well, none in my... One game in my living memory. Yeah, that's correct. Well, not living memory. I was not, I was not even one. 1998, Essendon, Port Adelaide. Uh, the 27-point defeat came against the power. The mm. Bombers won. Early uh, in the power's... Inf- that was in the power's infancy, wasn't it? Yeah, that's you right. So. That's right. Um. How do you see this one going? This is this is Port Adelaide. They've won eleven in a row. Uh, Essendon in that group, fighting for top eight spot. They yep. were poor last week against the Dockers. Yep. I thought. Mm-hmm. Do they bounce back coming back from the Perth trip? No, they don't. Okay. I don't think they do. I think Port Adelaide are the real deal. <clears throat> I think they've got stars all over the ground. I think they've got the best midfield in the comp, uh, and I think they just run rings around. Unfortunately, the Bombers. Port Adelaide off the bye. No, doesn't matter. They will. I'm, in my opinion, I think they'll win by ten goals plus. Yes, I sort of agree. Uh, no Draper again. No Sammy Draper. He's important. He's important. Uh, I just Scotty Lysette might have a thousand hitouts, but they'll just get it. Uh, they'll they'll smack him. Okay, very good. Port Adelaide. We both pick Port Adelaide. <coughs> yep. Hawthorne v Carlton at the MCG. Hawthorne win it. Carlton are the worst team in the whole world. Oh, Essendon Port's 525. Uh, we're coming back into... Oh, no, we're on Sunday now. Okay, very good. Uh, Hawthorne, Carlton, MCG. Who do you think? I think Hawthorne win. Carlton are the worst team I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> I, I have no time for them anymore, ever. I will not tip them again in my whole life. 
uh, and Hawthorne just win. Hawthorne get it done. Scully's Bottomart Ruffy of the week. Start your footy weekend at Bottomart. Grab your shelters where Bottomart has you covered. I'm pretty sure they'll have some back chat ales, which will be released. They will. Thursday tonight, 6.30pm at the Gate Bar and Bistro. Get down there and catch up with us. I'm picking Hawthorne too. Good. I don't like Carlton. No, I don't. I don't think they're... I just think they've got... I like them as people, just not as a team. Yeah, they're just not like what? Are, what are they? They've got two common medalists who don't like kicking goals. Yes, they've got a Brownlow medalist who is the biggest human being ever, and he's a gun. They're coming Sweet. off the bye. They're coming off the bye. No one wins off the bye except for Port Adelaide and Geelong. Yes, um, they're just like they've just got. I just don't like them. This is fifteenth v sixteenth. Jeez, Carlton have been poor. How are they fifteenth or sixteenth? Because they're the they worst team ever. I just wow. they're just not good at all, mate. They're a dollar thirty favorite. Well, oh, shut up and take none of my money. Yeah, correct. Because I can't bet. I'll but see you it's, there. Um, yeah, they're, they're just shit. Uh, they won't win. Yeah. Hawthorne has generated clearance from 83.5% of its first possessions at centre bounces, rate number one. There you go. Who's very the, good from the middle. Exactly. I awesome came up with from the middle. Said. Yeah, very good go. from the middle. Um, so, look, Carlton have been poor. Um, they come off the bye. Um, Sicily's still out for Hawthorne, though. That's important That's tonight. Important, yeah. That's important. But I think Hawthorne win this. So because of the competitive spirit that uh, recently inducted Hall, AFL Hall of Famer, Sam Mitchell has in, uh, induced in them. So, there you go. Hawthorne win it in my bottom art Ruffy of the week. Melbourne v GWS. Traeger Park, Alice Springs. We're back in. Yeah, we're back A&T. in Alice. <clears throat> we love Alice. Have you ever played there? Uh, no, mate. Cracky? Been there? No. Oh, I've never never been to Alice Springs. Really? Never. Very good. Very hot. One of the great games to play in. Mm -hmm. Always a big crowd. um, Big, huge local fan base. Get absolutely all around it. Um, it's just like a, it's just an unreal atmosphere. One people, of we we said this on back chat there a couple of weeks ago. The most picturesque ground. Yeah, did we? Yeah, outside of obviously the Shanghai got, Castle. Got the, <laughs> <laughs> got the red dirt green. The grass is like incredibly green. Yeah, they're it? just like filtering all water in, just into the footy yeah, oval. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's in a great state. Um, Melbourne has won four of its last five here, so it's a little bit of a home net game advantage. Mm-hmm. I was having a look at this one as maybe a little. Little sneaky upset chance, or you're happy with how Melbourne are going? Um, GWS well, are going bloody well. GWS are humming, and obviously, what um, the, the thing Melbourne have got some good defenders. Like you've got Stephen May, you've got Jake Lever, you've got good backs there. Well, they're going to need them because since round twelve, the Giants have won the inside fifty count by twenty one per game, ranked number one mm, in the competition. Yeah, yeah. So they're so, getting yeah, supply. They're getting supply, but Melbourne have got those good backs, but. Obviously, GWS have got Jack Buckley, so that's going to be massive for the Giants. Clayton Oliver had the longest-running hamstring in history. Well, it was, again. it was a hamstring and then an infected blister. That's right. So it was And a, then it's back to Hammy. I think he's to, done his Hammy nah, again. Well, it was back to Hammy, and now they were worried about the blister again. Apparently, tapes his feet up more than anyone on the planet. Right. Um, but I just I think... He needs to get some hard... needs to get some fries, balsam on a hard... How hand. shit is that stuff? Dad used to just... Whenever you had a cut, come here. Fuck, fries. Oh, God, it hurt. If it you're listening worst. along, you wonder what fries, balsam is. It'd be something like petrol and you pour it on pretty cuts. Much, and it pretty feels much. like you're putting... It like looks like betadine, but it stings... Yeah. into your system. Yep. It's like rubbing salt in an open wound, except instead of salt, you're just stabbing uh, yourself even more. <laughs> oh, so um, he's still out. Yeah, I think Melbourne will bounce back and are good enough, but it'll be a... I think it'll be a tight game. I'll pick Melbourne too. There you go. Will Schofield, Hamish Brayshaw, shoulder footy cast. Yeah, we've got some West Coast Eagles questions to get through here at the end, Hammer. If you want to just remove yourself, you can, but I think you'll be able to handle your, your business yep. here. James Quackenbush. <laughs> are we on fa- Are we real? No, I think it's real. Quackenbush. 
Jimmy, we love you. We love you, mate. Thank you for uh, writing in. If you want to get yeah. in contact with us, you can get in contact with us either at Backchat, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au or footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. I, um, I really hope Jimmy gets called the duck. Uh, from Otherwise, the duck. it'll be a bit... That'll from, be an oversight from all his friends. From the duck. Hi, guys. With the seemingly endless West Coast injury list, should AFL teams be able to sign players at any stage of the year from any of the state leagues to at least a minimum short-term contract, four weeks minimum, um, who have previously nominated for the AFL draft? Uh, for example, in the NBA, once you have nominated for the draft, you're classified as an NBA-eligible pro and can be picked up at any time in your career. Love your work. Need to send a few cases of shelter to Lords for the Aussies to celebrate with none uh, at the, yep. oh, none of that Crown Lager piss. Mm. Talk to me about this. This is relevant <clears throat> to you. Yep. Um, do you like that idea? I, I do like that idea. It's a very like it's a niche one because I don't think there's been many teams in the position that the Eagles are in, but they could certainly use it. Like it's a um, not just for West Coast. What, yeah, what yeah, they for anyone. This? It's like a, a little four week. Yeah. Okay, so would you go Essendon pick you up this week? Would you go and play for four weeks? Well, it's an, like you, it's hard. You got to put your life on hold. I, I don't think it would be. Some, I wouldn't do it. No, no. that's. No. I, I don't think you would either. No, I feel like you'd, there'd be kids that would like younger guys that would do it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, like if if someone was studying or you know you got a twenty three year old who's missed a couple of drafts and he's flying in the waffle or the sample and wants to put his hand up and he's just living at home doing uni, sweet, get on a plane and have a crack. I did see a cheeky article just before we jumped on here, Gil McLaughlin uh, and probably Andrew Dillon uh, taking over from Gil, um, are speaking about some sort of trade scenario where play- say this, yeah. players can be traded uh, without the consent, basically. Did you say what it was? No, it wasn't. That was the idea. That was the concept of it, that you can yeah. trade trade whoever you like mm, I, I didn't I didn't really like the concept of that without their consent but it's the, the idea of mid-season trading has obviously been thrown up plenty of times yes it's an interesting one I think back on this on um, on the Ducks point if it was I think you would have to sign I don't like the one if I don't like the idea that if, if you didn't nominate for the draft you're in this mm. I feel like the idea of a four-week contract or something if you signed up for that at the start of the year a bit like the mid-season draft you can nominate for this draft pool as well right so you're in the mix for that right because yeah. I think, yeah, I think that would be the, the, the nominating for the national draft is like you're giving yourself the opportunity to add a career, whereas this is just a stint. The argument against it would be protecting the state leagues. Yep. Uh, it takes away craft of the draft. Uh, if you don't mind, you might there just you go. We'll put that on a t shirt somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it takes away that, you know, skill of putting a list together and making sure you've got enough depth on your list so you don't yeah. just get to go and just pick willy-nilly out of the state leagues. Yeah, I just, I don't think, I think even if this was brought in, it wouldn't be used haphazardly. I think you'd have, like West Coast are in a position where they've now got one player playing waffle footy. Yes. And it's like, if they needed to be competitive, if they would like to be competitive and wanted to take, you know, the best, there was a bloke who played for um, the Sample who got drafted to Geelong and Aaron Hardy, I think his name was, no, he's a cricketer, (laughs) someone Hardy, and dominated the state game and he was dominating Sample. It's like, they looked at him and thought, fuck, we just, we need a bit of stability for the next four weeks. A guy like that would be... I'll be up for it. I think we need to open things up. So if that's an idea that does it, I agree. And a bit of an update here has come straight off the hot desk here from Jaden. Okay, His nickname okay. is Quacks, we have confirmed. His nickname's Quacks. Yes. Okay, I like it. Absolutely. Not Ducks, Quacks. Uh, Tin and Tan, that's not a name. It's just a uh, username. Uh, mm-hmm. Writes in, one thing a new coach will change is loyalty to players. A new coach did not win a flag with any of these lads. They may be able to... Uh, more easily make some tough calls. Also, new ideas, enthusiasm, driving standards. So this would be on the back of some of the uh, chat around Adam Simpson, but um, 
if you move like slightly away from that, Alistair Clarkson, Damien Harwick, and what we're talking about with McWalter and what Brett Ratton has done at North Melbourne, there's been differences of performance. Now, does a new coach change that? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, there's different arguments to make around that. But I think the loyalty to players is an interesting one. Like the new coach coming in hasn't have the history, doesn't have you know anything with the new. You've 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 gone into the waffle this year and played under different coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about new coaches just in general? It's an interesting one. I, I think like obviously you bring a fresh set of eyes and a new opinion to things. Um, playing under, I mean, I had a different coach last year than I had this year, and it's just a it changes the feel and the environment of the place, and they have. Obviously, a different way of delivering messages. For the most part, game plans are the same nowadays. Like, yes, you're not playing a different game style. I don't think that's commonly known. No, like, that, it, yeah. that 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 is a fact that people maybe don't understand. There is There's probably not, like a, yeah. a three, maybe a two or three percent difference in the way teams try and play the game. Yeah. For the most part, it's the same. Yeah. Some execute it better. Some execute it better. Yes, but the the principle is win the contest, get the ball going forward. Set up your defence behind the ball, keep it in your front half. Yes. No, there's heaps of ways to skin a cat. You can say that however you want, but that's the main way every team in professional football plays. That's so right. I think you get – with different coaches, you get a different look at it. I think just – I mean, I imagine this question's about Simo. No one – like, there's nothing that anyone ever can do about what's going on there. Yeah. He's – like, everyone – people calling for his head and all this and that and the other. It's like, what are you expecting of him? Like, you can't <laughs> – his hands are tied. He literally can't do a thing about what's going on there. So I think you can see that on his face when he speaks to the media at this stage. It's like, well, I'm not sure what you want me to do. Yeah, well, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, we've had a couple of Bottle Mart roughies of the week. Start your weekend with Bottle Mart. Grab your shoulders with Bottle Mart. Has it covered? Uh, make sure you get down to the gate. Uh, Hamish yeah. Brayshaw will be there. I'll be there. Cal from Southern River Band might be there. Daniel Rich, Jack Gunston may be there. <laughs> they're, they're coming. If Solomon Fags, they're off. Six they thirty tonight. The Gate Bar and Bistro. Get down for a back chat oh, ale. It's just a beer that gets the job done. Isn't it's it ever. During and after the games, and it tastes bloody good. Looks good too. Uh, Hammer, appreciate you coming no in today, worries, mate. You're going to be much. with us while Skeeter's on his junket over at Lords. Yep. Looking forward to spending a couple more weeks here with you on the Shelter Footy Cast. Good luck on the weekend. Thank you very much. We got to buy. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.